You're listening to Amina Amso Network Podcast. Kia ora and welcome to this week's episode where I talk about the one and only subject that we all go through. It is none other than self-esteem and self-worth and what we see value in ourselves. Because if we want to be the fullest, truest expression of ourselves to reach our potential, we must see value in ourselves. You must see value in you. I mean, do you see value in you? Now, this subject is inspired by Universal Leadership Coach John Maxwell and his book, The 15 Laws of Personal Growth, which is an amazing book that changed, kind of changed my life. And I highly recommend it. And I'll have links for you in the description below. But it's a, a guide to greatness, pretty much. And to help me have this wonderful conversation today is my friend. She's 19. She's a law and finance student, and she is a self-confessed superhuman and confident, probably one of the coolest 19-year-olds actually I have met. And she is none other than Talita Pereira. Hi, Talita. Hello, hello, Mina. Lovely to see you. (laughs) Well, lovely to see you. I'm so, so happy to finally have a good conversation with you on this podcast. And I hear that this is your first podcast. Definitely, but not going to be the last. (laughs) Definitely not the last. It's first of many, I am sure. And how are you? I'm always living my best life. Every day is greater than the other, which is good. That's right. What I really love about you, Talita, is your insatiable desire to have a fullness of life, the best life possible, and such a positive, like when you were talking to me, I'm living my best life. Like not a lot of people when I talk to them have this positivity and flair <laughs> when I talk to them. So yeah. where does that come from? Like how you're you're only 19, you have such a, a, a strong desire to be positive, but is it is there's more than that, more than just being positive? Tell me about that. Well, to be honest, let me say that being me, being a confident person, it didn't happen overnight. It did take a long time to cultivate Mm. and create, but it started actually when I was a lot younger, being a little (laughs) 13-year-old, and it hit me one day. um, I was (laughs) actually having a chat with this amazing person, and he said, do you want to live a life of victory? Mm. And I said, yes, yes, please sign me up. <laughs> I want to be part of that. Yeah. And it started off and it went on from there. Amazing. So you were, you were somewhere, someone was talking um, um, about living a life of victory. And what struck a chord with you when it comes to li- living a life in victory? Like why, why that moment? Because you probably hear your parents say, yes, Delisa, don't complain or da-da-da or da-da-da. Like what was it about that speaker that when you were in that moment and 13 years of age made a shift for you? Hmm. Well, at the time, being a 13-year-old, it was almost so cool to like talk yourself down. Hmm. There were so many people who would like say, oh, I'm going to fail this test or oh, I'm, I'm an egg I'm so dumb. Like it was so cool. 
pessimism mm-hmm. was the lingo of the day. Like yeah. it was really cool to talk yourself down. Mm-hmm. And I realized it wasn't actually doing any good for me. It was actually shutting down opportunities and it was making me actually a really shy person that didn't actually believe in myself. Did you and actually, so, did you follow that lingo as well at some point? Like that, the language of the school, like I'm an egg, I, I suck at everything, I'm no good, I'm a loser. Did you kind of go with the flow of that? Yeah, like you yeah. said, it was cool to say those kind of things. If you said anything that was going to hype yourself up, you were like, oh, she's so full of herself, like shut her, shut her down. Um, mm, yeah, so okay. it was cool to say those negative comments. Interesting. Why is it cool to put yourself down? Yeah, it's so strange to actually figure out. And I wonder, as a 13-year-old, why did I think it was cool? I think, yeah. Is it, is, it, is it some sort of like a false humility? Like people do not want to elevate their, like they don't want to look so good so that they don't look like they're um, different, like a different mold. So they don't stand out because if you do stand out, then that's, you're going to have to, you're going to be taller, like let's say taller than everybody else. So you have a different mm-hmm. view. And most often you will be alone in that journey because everybody, it's easier to, to put yourself down. Do you think that's what's happening? People are too afraid to like be. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. You know, to be different is difficult, you know, Mm. to stand out is uncomfortable. And a lot of us just want to live like a life of convenience to go with the flow and mm. yeah, for a lot of when you're young like that, yeah, being with the crowd is mm. so easy and comfortable that you don't want to be standing out. Different, and it makes it's comfortable. You're saying if you're not comfortable, then there's growth, and un- not being comfortable mm. is the currency of growth. And no one wants to feel uncomfortable. Everyone wants to fit in. And you know what? I actually want to. Um, so that speech that you listened to was so different at uh, listening to that speaker say, do you want a life of victory? Well, as a 13-year-old, what were you thinking? Like, <laughs> as a 13-year-old, I'd be thinking, oh, I have to do my homework and I have to, like, survive high school and eat my lunch and be good. And you were thinking, how can I be victorious? <laughs> Well, first of all, it was not my choice to be in that environment. My parents had dragged me there. So I was like really not expecting anything, didn't want to be there, would rather be running outside playing tag. Yeah. Um, but I decided, hey, let's see what this guy's got. Might as well give him a shot. <laughs> and he started off saying these crazy things. Like he was a really short man as well, like yeah. really uncomfortably short. So I was yeah. like, first of all, I relate to you. I know where you're coming from. <laughs> and How short are was, you? You're not short. <laughs> um, some people beg to differ on that. <laughs> you will tall. You will. You will grow taller. Don't worry. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm owning my height right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you Maybe. were dragged into it, but you were happy that you sit, you sat through that conversation. Yeah. And he was real, like bang, bang. You know, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to say. A lot of it was honed in on power of our tongue Mm -hmm. and how when we say things, we actually start to believe it for ourselves Mm -hmm. and it becomes part of who we are. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, you know what? Let's stop saying these negative things. Mm -hmm. I don't want my rest of my life to look like this. When I can be a better person through my words 
why not? So what did he say? What did he say to you that you um, really struck a chord? What was it like? Was it a certain topic or like, t give me some specifics. Mm. Well, he would talk about um, situations in his life where certain things would go wrong, maybe with like his financial status mm. or even sickness, simple things like mm. that, you know, and he decided that he's actually going to overcome it with his words. Yeah. And it does sound a bit superhuman, super crazy. Like, how is that possible? Yeah. But he would say things like, actually, I'm going to conquer this day. I can do all things. Even though my physical um, capabilities are limiting me right now, I can do it. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's really inspiring. And as a 13-year-old, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to kick some butts. And so you had a um, a complete change of outlook by the by the you know by what I hear, and you know what I I love it because you know this season season five of the show is all about self development growth. How do you be the truest, fullest expression of yourself? And I am referring to a book by John Maxwell. He's a leadership coach, and he's. In America, and he's written a book that I read called The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And he says this, um, if you don't realize that you have genuine value and that you are worth investing in, then you will never butch uh, the time and effort needed to grow to your potential. Mm. So one has to, this is his chapter three. And he, so he has 15 chapters. This is chapter three and it's episode three. We're talking about self-esteem and awareness. Not Sorry, not awareness. Self-esteem and um, worth, um, believing in yourself. So he's basically saying if you see something really good in you, um, then you will be able to invest in yourself and add value to other people. Where do you see yourself in that? Like as a 19-year-old um, who like – has probably lived a, 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 a small chunk of life. Um, do you agree with that? And if so, how does it apply to you? Mm. Well, personally, it started off from actually seeing my friends, you know, that you, your friends say a lot about who you are. Mm. And at that moment, like my friends were very negative and very like downcast. And I realized, hey, I actually don't want to be the same as them but I actually want to advocate for them. I want them to help them drive them out of that negativity and into something positive. Mm -hmm. And so I used to actually speak up for them in certain environments, like in class. And then from using my voice more and more, I decided I actually love and have this passion for speaking. Mm -hmm. And I felt that's where my influence was. Mm -hmm. And I would sort of deliver speeches to my class, whether they would be on crazy topics or just, speaking for fun and <laughs> yeah. from seeing that within myself and growing that investing in that skill yeah uh, it's taking me far so why do you love speaking to people mm. well one of the things I do like about speaking to people is whether it's a conversation um or whether it's just speaking into a room where no one's talking back to you yeah I feel there is much for you to learn but also for much for other people to receive from you. Yeah. And I approach a lot of the conversations I have with strangers and seeing that 
hey, actually, I can teach you something new and I can challenge myself because I've never talked to you before. I have no idea who you are Mm. and receive something for myself. Yeah. Okay, so you you have an insatiable desire to live your best life and you are you 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 did say that you live your best life. Now, people who live their best life have a lot of good things happening to them. But when things don't really happen um, that when things don't really won't really go wrong, right? Or when things don't really go your way, how do you respond? How do you apply that self well, that um, the value that you see in you, how does that come up? Like when things really aren't going wrong, uh, when things mm. are going wrong. Mm. You're so right. So, I mean, are those circumstances are actually the hardest to see the gold and to see the good things when things are going wrong. Like all you see is your big problem. You don't see anything else. That mm. is sort of everything that is magnified in your life at that moment. Mm. Um, but I really believe that in those moments it's, even more so important to look for the good, to see and something that you can actually take away from that, mm. something that you can use to challenge yourself, to push you to your purpose, mm. even more so in those circumstances. And yeah. from learning from that, you can gain that confidence and say, hey, actually life isn't so bad after all. Yeah. I, I, I love it. You know, I think we, we have to, you know, how we say, oh, I love these shoes. I love that jacket. Um, I love this boys band. <laughs> um, but do, do you love you? Um, if you're listening, like, do you love yourself? Um, do you say I am somebody? Uh, do you see that you have possess 100 acres of possibilities that are yet to be cultivated and are you convinced that they are that they will help you learn and grow and blossom into something wonderful do you see that I mean it's a great sort of question to ask and this is sort of a a bit of a line as well from the book um so the question is for you uh Talitha how did you recognize your value so that you began to see uh the reason to invest in you to grow and be and be somebody. Yeah. Um, I like what you said about like recognizing where those areas are to invest in yourself. Like mm. for me personally, I had to look at what strengths do I have mm. rather than comparing myself to other people who are quite cool, quite confident already yeah. and seeing what strengths they had, I had to discover for myself, what did I have? What could I bring to the table? And for me, that was around my music. And Mm. I discovered that actually I am talented in this area. Mm. Even though I was quite shy first in discovering it, Mm. um, I invested enough into it Mm. and I grew that specific area. I could turn it into something of value to other people. Mm. So you you, you thought, so you saw your, you, you saw that you had value in yourself and you were thinking well I also love music what what do you tell of the people that who don't know what you do to, what what sort of a music do you do uh every now and then yeah so I I love to sing and I play the guitar and violin um it's oh. grown up in the family it's been that but we play at church and growing up also been playing in like orchestras 
And I saw that as a platform to not only grow myself and my musical career in that sense, but also to encourage other young musicians to build confidence in that area. Yeah. Talitha, what do you want to be when you grow up? I know that you're doing finance and law, but what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you really want to achieve? Well, number one, I want to be the best version of myself. That is what I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) But also, yeah, my heart is actually set on being a lawyer. Yes. And I believe that is the platform where I can best use my influence. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, Why law? Well, the way I see it, after a long time of discerning and actually Mm. deciding what I actually want to do, I realised that um, lots of people, they suffer because of lack of knowledge. Like Mm. they don't know how to help themselves or solve little problems, itty-bitty problems. Mm. And so having knowledge, I feel like I can help other people unlock what is the thing that is bearing them down. Yeah, yeah wow awesome so are you enjoying your course at university this is your second year I hear yeah I absolutely love it to bits constantly learning so much more yeah I can imagine yeah I'm I'm sure it's challenging as well uh, but in a good way like um yeah I mean jumping on from um sort of university and law and all that I just want to ask you um have you been um, – you did mention some uh, at some point. Hang on, let me look at my notes. Um, you, you like the little things in life and you – you before we were started recording, you were talking about this wonderful um, opportunity with you and a colleague or a student friend at school who um, really needed your input so she could see something really valuable. Can you tell us – a little bit about that? Yeah. So part of what I do is I volunteer at schools and help with retreats where we develop students and help them find their best selves. Mm. And there was one situation where I was with the student and we were writing these I am cards. Mm. And so on these cards, we were writing everything that we see in ourselves that mm. is beautiful, bold, and something worth sharing to other people. Yes. And for one particular student, it was quite a hard task. And every time she was writing something down, I realized yeah. it was actually not something that we should be proud of. It was things like, I am mean, I am ugly, I have wobbly legs. It was all these weird statements that I was like so shocked to hear about. It really mm. hurt my heart to see a girl this young talking mm. and writing about these things. Mm. And so as I uncovered her story, I realised that there was more to it, that she actually didn't have many friends, you know, people in her class would call her weird and call her these names that she was writing down Mm. um, because she was different. And part of that was that she was quite tall and so that made her stand out in certain ways or and she, like, preferred to draw and sit in the corner. Mm. She was quite reserved sort Mm. of person. And so she saw these things that made her different as flaws, the things that people would point out, she saw them immediately as things that were flaws about herself. Yeah. And so 
my job over there in that situation is like, hey, let's convert these things, these differences into things that are actually special about you, that makes you unique and things that you should be proud of. These are cool things about you. Hmm. And so we found that because she was tall, she was actually able to play like a vital part in her team, her netball team. Hmm. She was the key to the, her team's success. Yeah. And because she was able to draw really well, like, you know, she could express her ideas visually in ways other people could not. And so we just erased those things, those negative comments, and write them these new things like, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. I am skilled. I'm talented. Mm-hmm. I really started relabeling those thoughts and converting them into good things about herself. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy how sometimes you need just someone else next to you who can see the thing that you cannot see in you. And and I think um, you've gave us a great example about how we need mentors and friends who see the good in us, not put us down and go, oh, you're such an idiot or you're, you're useless at that. If you have friends like that, please like leave them and go find someone else who is able to, like you were saying, you genuinely saw what was so good in that girl who she couldn't see. And we need another pair of eyes sometimes. So you might experience that same thing. And I often in my own life also struggle to see what's good that's going on in in this project or that project. And it's hard. It's the moment that one goes into like, you know how we go into like this negative um, whirlwind. Oh, this is not going well. And so that is also not going well. And all of a sudden we're just thinking about everything that is not going so well. And it's like a downward spiral. But um the key is to quickly catch ourselves when we're starting to think about these negative things. Like whether it's five minutes into the um, conversation in your head, because like where are you telling yourself in your head? Like, what is the conversation that is continuing on? We're always having a conversation with ourselves. What is the narrative? It, the moment that you get into the negative, start, negative side of things, you just have to go, okay, what is really like going well? And actually what I'm really thankful for. I know this is a cliche, but being thankful for um, things in life really helps you get out of the rut. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really actually grateful for this, this break that I had or uh, grateful for this fantastic um, opportunity to go on a trip and have a, a, a great time. And, and you know, I'm so happy that I met this person and that person. Whatever it is that you're so thankful for, get into that add it to the narrative and then get back in. So anyway, without too much advice, I actually want to also um, talk about a um, an expert, a psychologist. He's an expert as well, and he's been quoted in the book uh, by John. And he says, no factor is more important in people's psychological development and motivation than the value judgments they make about themselves. You know, every aspect of their lives is impacted by the way they see themselves. (laughs) And that is just such a perfect timing for your story. And so the value judgment that they make, that we make about ourselves, 
It's so important. We're actually our toughest critics. Do you agree? Like, do you find that you sort of critique yourself the hardest? <laughs> yeah, obviously. It happens all the time. We so yeah. easily nitpick on the little things and fail to see, actually, we are cool people. <laughs> Yeah, you're cool, by the way. <laughs> this is a you're a cool, I'm cool little um, conversation. <laughs> but I, but you, you, so you, um, so you, t- you just tell me about so that gentleman that was um, giving a speech or a talk and helped you out. Who else has sort of made a dent into your um, self esteem? Um, areas. Who who else in your life is helping you, helping you get to be helping you to see your value more? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a person that I'd say had a great impact on who I am today was actually one of my teachers from high school. Her name was Miss McLaughlin. Yes. She was this old lady, not to be rude to her, but she was old lady with so much energy and enthusiasm Mm -hmm. in her life. It was just so infectious. You wanted that. You wanted that. And she used to go on about like, she was very invested into our futures, not just where we are right Mm -hmm. now and saying, Mm -hmm. where do you actually want to go? And how are you going to uh, interact with the world? Yeah. And she used to say to us, it's not about, so say something goes wrong in your life and you're questioning what's happening. Mm. It's not about saying, oh, what if people laugh at me? Or what if I fail miserably? Or what if that person doesn't like me? You know, it's actually about Mm. saying, so what if people laugh at me? You know, so what if I fail this time? Yeah. Like how is that going to change where I'm going in life? You know, yeah. How is that going to stop me from becoming the Prime Minister of New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> Simply changing that what into so what. So what? Know. Well, a lot of people go, well, so what? Because like, what if someone thinks I'm um, this and that? You know, what, you know, what, I thought that people's thoughts about you really mattered. Do they not matter? <laughs> that is true. Well, we got to choose which statements people make actually stick on to us yeah you know we can't be like a magnet and attract every single thing that people says um because mm-hmm. yes there could be some good criticism in that mm-hmm. but we shouldn't let those negative comments that people say or little things that go wrong really attach onto us and ever stop it from going yeah. forward so you've you know? been saying whatever you want anytime you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you got into trouble yet uh, I don't think so. <laughs> so you also must surround yourself with good people, those who believe in you. Who do you surround yourself with that help you stay positive? Mm. Yeah, I think it's really important to surround yourself with people who really push you to your purpose mm. and really challenge you. Like I've had this recent revelation about my friendships and I've mm. really analysed them and saying, hey, is this person actually – helping me discover who I am, helping me chase after my goals. You know, mm. there are some people in life who will be those naggers who are mm. like, actually, no, I don't want them in a life. And it's making that smart decision to say, hey, mm. you know what? This is actually draining me. I don't want to be part of this anymore. Yeah. You know, taking yeah. those smart calls. Yeah. 
So you're, yeah. you're kind of cultivating your um, self-image and you're cultivating your your worth. So wh- how else are you cultivating and how else are you growing your worth? How, what else are you doing um, just mm. from a practical point of view um, for anyone who's listening to going, well, how can I improve my self-image? Mm. I think it's a lot about practice actually. Mm. You know, you've got to practice it on the daily. It's not something you can do once and think, okay, cool, I've unlocked it all and that's it. No, it's like the way I like to see it is like playing a musical instrument. You know, when I pick up my violin, I've got to pick it up every single day in order to get better at it. You know, it's not just a one-off thing and then suddenly I am performing at the international stage. No, (laughs) it takes hours and hours and hours. Um, And so the same thing comes to practicing actually building Mm -hmm. our self-esteem, you know, Mm -hmm. constantly using words that build ourselves up and cancelling off those negative thoughts or sometimes even just converting them and relabeling them into mm-hmm. better ones. Like, Give me an example. Mm. Um, a lot of my friends may say things, oh, like, oh, you shouldn't try for that. Oh, I think that mm. you're taking too much. You don't have enough space in your schedule. Don't do it. Um, and some may say, yeah, that's a cool comment. Yeah, think about it. But I say, actually, no, I can do it. Mm. I am able to balance. I know how much I can do. And I'm also able to balance my time better than most people, you know, talking myself up, making Mm. myself almost blow myself up a little bit more than (laughs) is needed can help push yourself a little bit further. And you realize, wow, I can accomplish so much more than I set out to do. So you're kind of your own personal trainer. Mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> so you don't really need a personal trainer when you go to the gym do you oh no just my own words and my own thoughts <laughs> <laughs> i can do this 50 kgs yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 50 kgs yes you can do it yeah, no, um, that was a lot i don't do that <laughs> you know this is here's an interesting fact um by the time you're 17 years old, you would have heard on an average of 150,000 times you cannot do this. And on average, you've heard 5,000 times, no, you can't. Uh, yes, you can. So on an average, you've heard by the time you're 17, no, you can't, 150,000 times versus yes, you can, 5,000 times. Oh, my gosh. My jaw is on the floor right now. <laughs> I can see your jaw on the floor. <laughs> if you want to go see Talitha's jaw, please watch the video on YouTube. Um, no wonder why we we don't try hard enough. Mm. Hey. And so this is uh, – that's 30 no's for every one yes. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. And then, like, one yes. Oh, yeah, yeah you can and, you know, no wonder why, like, people who go through real traumatizing um, upbringing or difficulties and, like, traumatizing upbringing, like parenting um, or horrible things at school or university or a career, and then they really don't see that they can do anything right or they can't really see themselves doing it. It's Actually, I can see why... The cool thing is to, in your school, the cool thing is to say, yeah, yeah, I, like that I'm dumb, like I'm an egg. 
Because that's actually the narrative that's been going on in our life already. And I think you were saying how you have to reverse the meaning of what you what you're thinking. What is what is your thinking? I think for if you're listening, your job today, like think about what you think. Just think about it. Just be aware of what I'm thinking about. Trust me, if you're like 18, 19, or even if you're like 14, doesn't matter. The earlier you start, the quicker you will, A, you will be able to reverse those things. It actually gets harder as you grow older because it's like a tree. It's The roots are so ingrained into the earth that it takes... You have to just chop the tree <laughs> if you want to get rid of it. You can't just dig the hole. Like you have to dig meters, hundreds of meters to like mm-hmm. remove these roots. And it's the same with self-talk, negative self-talk and negative positive talk. You have to um, get it at its roots and uh, replace the roots with good things. Here's um, mm-hmm. a, a couple of things that I suggest well, I don't suggest actually. John Maxwell suggests that I'm stealing that from John. I'm just <laughs> um, for everybody out there. He suggests ten things that you can do to cultivate and develop self-image. I'll just share two. One is um, encourage yourself. <laughs> Be your cheerleader. Woohoo! <laughs> exactly. Get on. Put your little. Um, like cheerleading outfit and go, one, two, three, Talitha is the best. Woohoo! <laughs> I love it. That's exactly what I do when I wake up every morning. Mina, how did you know? <laughs> you actually? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> no, I actually don't know the terminology of a cheerleader outfit. I should because that would have sounded really cool, but that's okay. So cheer, cheer, cheer yourself on. So oh, um, that is like if you do a project and you've, do, you've done like a little tiny little project and it, it went really well, say well done. Well done me. I'm so proud of me. Like good job. Like well done. You are so good. Encourage yourself. Be your first motivator, first fan. Like, mm. oh, my God, can I take a photo with me? <laughs> and that's where the selfie comes in. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's really lame. Um, so, and respond to yourself with empathy. Like, be, um, have some patience with yourself. I'm number one here who I'm, I struggle with being patient. I'm like, oh, I can't believe this is not, I can't believe this is taking ages. I thought we went through this already, but believe in yourself. Um, encourage yourself. This is all point number one. And number two is stop comparing yourself to other people, which is something that we've already shared and you already shared as well, Talitha, and you've already spoken about it, but I'll repeat it as well. Oh, my goodness. Um, Just this morning I was on Instagram and I was like scrolling about – just about um, a few different things. And I was looking at my like follow list and who am I following? And I looked at a certain uh, account and I just noticed, uh, all I noticed was how many followers they had and it triggered something in me, which I know it took me down a route where it's like, oh my God, I can't believe how many followers. Um, That's cool, obviously so happy and I'm so proud of of their achievement, Uh, but why not me, right? It's so easy. 
And I just realized, I decided, like, I realized that I started having a sour um, attitude. And it took a cup of coffee, uh, some fruit, uh, some yogurt, and some really um, good self-reflection to be aware of, oh my goodness, I just compared myself to somebody else. So I went back and I compared myself to who I was two years ago. And I was like, wow, there's such a difference. Like, wow, wow, look at the accomplishment, right? Or look at how far I've been in this or in that. Mm. So it's happening as we, we speak. People all around the world are comparing themselves to this and that. And the unfortunately, social, like you find, like social media can be so difficult and a trigger to causing us to comparison. We just, it's so easy. So I dare you today. As my friend Talitha dares you as well, <laughs> we dare together to uh, encourage yourself today and to be the person that you were created to be, to be the fullest, truest expression of yourself. Talitha Singh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Mina. It's been amazing. <laughs> the pleasure is mine. Until next week, take care. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? If you enjoyed it so much, would you please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts? Because that would really help get the message out. We also want to continue talking potential with you and discuss it. So you can head over to our Facebook private group and keep the conversation going. That is very important in reaching one's fullest potential, which is to listen, to think about your own situation and discuss it with other people on the same page. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Until next week, Hairira.